Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am your host, Shelby Rose. Today, we're going to have a conversation about judging the situations that show up for us, for us, (laughs) and despite how difficult they may be. Obviously, there are things, I'm going to preface this with, there are things in life that are going to happen that are completely out of your control that don't make any sense that, um, you know, they're, they just don't make any sense and they're out of our control. I'm not talking about these situations, um, where we, you know, uh, we lose a loved loved one or someone really near and dear to us gets ill. Like I'm, I'm not talking about those situations right now. What I am talking about though, is situations that we tend to judge as positive or negative in our lives that, that judgment isn't serving us. So hang with me here. I do have a bit of a story that sparked this. And I want to share that story with you because I think in your own way, you may be able to relate to a situation that was or is showing up for you that feels hard or difficult or challenging. And we want to jump to, God, this fucking sucks. And I don't want to deal with this anymore. Or... I'm ready for this to change. And I'm there with you. And I want to share some real life experiences that I found myself really judging my my situation and still am struggling a little bit emotionally with it. But the insight that came through this morning, I do want to share with you of how to move through this. So I want you to think of a situation as I share the story that might be challenging you right now that you might want to be avoiding, that you might be running away from. And think about that as we have this conversation today. So here's the story. Uh, Many of you know, I moved to Denver about a year ago now. And the first day I moved here, I was on a walk with Dahlia, who is my pup. And she laid down on the the sidewalk and just stared. And there was another dog on the other side and they laid down (laughs) across from each other. Like we must meet, we're going to be friends. And they just, you know, plopped down on the ground and were like, we must meet. And that was the first day I moved here. And every single day since I've been going to the park with this wonderful woman I met who is the dog's mom and her and I have these great conversations we we have this cute little community at the dog park who meets for like coffee every morning and all of us dog moms chat while our dogs play and it's been such an incredible experience and also um this is my first time owning a bully breed and I did not realize the stigma that bully breeds have from some people. Um, so I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna try not to cry cause that makes me sad. Um, I've had a couple instances. So my dog plays loud and she growls and I get that that can intimidate some people and she's never been aggressive. She's never like, you know, gotten into a fight or a tiff. She just, when she sees a dog that she really wants to play with or a new dog, she does bark and her bark sounds aggressive. It's not because she like has this deep growl to it. Anyways, this is not the point. I've had an instance where a woman took a picture or a video of me and 
like threatened to report us, even though my dog was playing with, just like roughly playing with it, not her dog, someone else's dog who Dahlia knew, knows really well, um, in her growly rough manner, like she just gets, that's how she gets her energy out is playing rough with some of her BFFs. And I was able to move past that because Dahlia is never actually like engaged with her dog at all. And then on Sunday, there was a woman there who I kind of felt didn't like Dahlia, but I would always walk over and I always remain calm in these situations because I just know that like, I know Dahlia's mannerisms and I also know that the more like aggravated or fearful you are, the more that creates fear for the dogs. And so I always walk over when Dahlia hyper focuses or hyper fixates on a dog, I grab her, I pull her and I put her on a leash. And on Sunday, this woman essentially was like, we're going to call animal control on you. She was kicking at Dahlia. Um, <laughs> you, like, and, and then she said something along the lines of, there's a group of us that talk about you and your dog and you've developed this reputation and mind you, all these women, and I have no, nothing against like if you've purchased your dog and like shopped for your dog and nothing against it but they all have like doodle mixes so golden doodles or burner doodles or whatever it is and and their mannerisms are going to be more different right I had a golden retriever before Dahlia I know how the mannerisms in the play is just different um and I took a step back in that moment and I'm really proud of how I handled myself. I just said, you know, none of these people, I don't know any of the names you're listing off of the people who are talking about me, but none of them have actually ever had a conversation with me. And I never want to make anyone uncomfortable. Had you said like, hey, I'm not comfortable with the way your dog plays, this could be a really like totally different situation we're handling. And I'm happy to leash her while you guys are here. You never, you know, communicated with me that she made you uncomfortable, right? It's a dog park. <laughs> Dog parks aren't the best place for like, so like everyone knows that dog parks, dogs are going to bark. They're going to not all get along. It's just like going to school. There's going to be some dogs who are like some kids that don't get along with others. It's, it's just kind of the name of the game. And so I just communicated that with her. But when I got home, I like broke down crying and I was like, oh, it triggered me really badly and I couldn't figure out why. And I just kept being like, well, maybe I should leave this, you know, community, this neighborhood that I'm in. Maybe I should find a house somewhere else. My lease is coming up. Um, you know, maybe I just leave. I hate these kind of, I hate, I hate these types of people. I hate that they're judging Dahlia based on her breed. I hate that, you know, um, I live in this really, unfortunately, undiverse privileged part of Denver. I love the people I've met so far. I love the community I have, but like the reality is, is that they all, there's also a few of these white privileged women who don't have a whole lot of other things to talk about right and that's not the all of the people I've met but there is a couple that (laughs) this is the reality and I'm like maybe I move so here's the deal I was asking for guidance this morning I was like okay how do I handle this situation how do I move through this with grace it's clearly like eating at my insides. You might even still tell this is only a couple days after the last incident, but it was like, I couldn't talk about it. I was crying when people would ask like, why is Dahlia leash at the park? And I would cry and you know, I'm such a sensitive Sally. <laughs> I, I, so I asked for guidance. I was like, how, how do I move through this? And how do I, you know, when faced with these challenging situations, how do I, how do I handle it? 
And I sit down and I open my Course in Miracles book, which I have barely touched since I purchased it. I've read a few passages and I opened up to the first page that I felt called to open and I read it. And it talked about looking around a room and looking at all the objects, the items in the room without any charge, positive, negative, right? You look at a picture, there's no positive or negative. You simply look at it as if there is no emotion to it. It just is. There's no story behind it. There's no emotion to it. There just is, a situ- is just an object in the room, right? And as I was reading this, thinking about how much charge there is for me in this situation, I said, what if, what if I could look at this situation without the lens and the perspective, without the charge that I've already developed, without the you know protectiveness that I've developed of God, they're breedists. They just see a pit bull and they automatically think she's aggressive, right? Like without all of that charge, how how can I see this situation as neutral? Even though to me, you know, from my perspective and my lens, it's not a neutral situation. It's a very emotionally charged. And I had this moment where I was like, wow, I'm judging this, but what is it actually showing up for me? And here, here's the lesson I want to share with you guys is that Sometimes there's situations in life that are difficult and challenging and that we have to show up and we have to like navigate these difficult scenarios and maybe difficult people or people you don't necessarily get along with or you have different perspectives, right? Because you know what? The reality is I've probably been on her side of things. I had um, Sage before Dahlia. Sage was a very submissive dog. The bully dogs at the park or the more alpha dogs at the park would always pick on her because she they could sense that she was a submissive dog. I tended to not bring her to dog parks because she would be in the corner, right? Like she would um she would just be people picked or the dogs picked up on that. And so I've been on both sides of this, right? And I said, okay, I can I can see her perspective. I don't think the way she's communicating is whatever, but like, how can I stop judging the situation and just look at it as if, what is this here? How is this here for me, right? How is this here to teach me? And that can be really difficult, right? <laughs> we all want to get aggravated. We all want to get frustrated. We all want to just like make the situation go away, right? I literally was like, I'm moving. I'm done. I'm done with this community. I'm going to go to a more diverse part of Denver where there's more rescues. There's more people who have pities. Like obviously there are people with pities um, that go to the park I go to, but I was like, I'm, I'm fuck it. I'm out of here. And <laughs> how very avoidant of me. <laughs> Guess what my attachment style is. Um, And the reality is, is that we are all going to be facing challenges all the time, right? Maybe you're in a situation where you started this business and it's not bringing you the revenue you wanted. Maybe you're in a situation that you started a new job that you thought was going to be really incredible, but the reality is, is that people are really dramatic there, right? We are attracting things to us so that we can work through what's coming up for us. We can work through the things that are still living in our energetic field. (laughs) And that woman I I shared at the beginning, the the one that Dahlia is best friends with, she happens to be a relationship psychologist. So she's very in tune emotionally. And we're leaving the park the other day. And she said, you know, I I know you, you want to just kind of not put, because I told her, I was like, I don't really want to talk about what happened. I don't want to put any more energy into something that doesn't feel good. And she said, yes. And you can tell you have a lot of emotion about it. I think, you know, 
there's emotion here for you to work through, but do you have any insight into what it might've triggered for you? And just her saying that brought me back to this moment and (laughs) moments where, you know, I was in the sixth grade and I was at a camp and all of my friends like were talking about me behind my back. Right. And I was like, oh my God, I feel like I'm that sixth grade girl all over again who's chubby and everyone talked about you at camp because you were the fat girl. (laughs) Or when I was 16 and I made out with one of my brother's friends in the back of his car and literally got to school the next day and the entire school knew and I felt like the entire school was talking about me. I went to a really small town, so like literally the entire school knew each other. Even though he was like two grades older than me, the whole fucking school knew, and I felt so embarrassed by it, right? And so I had this moment, I was like, oh, can I can I stop judging the situation? Yeah, it might be shitty in the moment, There, it might be bringing up emotions, but I don't think the situation is here because of just the present moment. I think the situation is here so that I can deal with all of those moments that I can go back in time where I felt like an outcast, where I felt like everyone was talking about me, where I felt like I was the, you know, the talk of the town, the talk of the school, the talk of the camp, whatever it may be. Can I go back to those moments and actually clear them? And and this is what I use EMDR therapy for, but when you look at the situations that are showing up for you in this moment right now, when you look at... What are the patterns that keep happening? Maybe you keep calling in people who are emotionally unavailable in partnerships. Maybe you keep, and actually, I don't know if that's you or someone needs this, but I remember um, a couple people back that I dated, I was like, God, this person's just so emotionally unavailable. They're, they have like no ability to go deeper with me. And, and what I realized after like leaving that situation, I was like, actually, I don't have the ability to go deeper within myself. And so I attracted someone who was at that same place that I was in emotionally, right? They couldn't see me emotionally because I couldn't see myself emotionally. So instead of judging or placing this label of, you know, this, maybe, I don't know why this keeps coming up, man. Someone might need this. Maybe the financial situation you're in right now is not what you anticipated you would be. But it is showing you everywhere where you're judging yourself, where you're beating yourself up, where you're creating stories about what you're capable of, what the limitations you have. Maybe this mo- these moments that are showing up for you are really just guiding you to what needs to be cleared. And instead of saying, I don't <laughs> like good, bad, right, wrong, right? Yeah, it might be a s- shitty situation to be in. And there, there's probably emotion around that that you get to feel and you get to feel and process. It doesn't mean we're not feeling our, thi- our feelings, but it does mean that can we, can we take a moment to stop placing any judgment, good or bad, on this? If you got to vent and get it out of your system, vent, get it out of your system. But can you take that one moment to say, what is this actually here for? How, how can I use this? I know this is like, earth shatter. I'm like, how can I use this so that I can release this charge? Because it wasn't that, I mean, one, they were talking about something I love, like my Leo in Venus. I'm so like blindly loyal, (laughs) not blindly loyal. I just like, it's really hard for me to hear you talk negatively about something I love. But two, that's one piece of the puzzle, but the other piece of the puzzle was, yeah, it hurt to hear Dahlia being talked to smack about, but it was that 
what really, I think, hit a nerve for me was the fact that she said, all these people are talking about you. And I realized in that moment, it I didn't feel like, because I really don't care. Like if I actually, like there's no charge. I don't know any of these people. I literally have no idea who they are. Um, it wasn't about them talking about me. It was the trigger of all the other people in the past who I felt like I've been the quote unquote talk of the town. So in what I, what I would love is if that situation that you thought about in the beginning, if this feels right, can you take a step back without the without the lens that you're viewing it through, right? Without the emotional charge, without the story you're telling about it, right? Because your girl was like, fuck these people. They're probably, you know, they're breedist and, and pity breed, breedistism, breedism. I don't, know, I don't know how to say it. It's also tied to racism. So I'm like, they're probably homophobic and racist. And I, I literally created a whole story about these people. I don't fucking know them. I was like, you know, supercharging this emotionally. But can I just, can I just say, you know what, what is in this for me? Can I remove all of my stories? Do I think how they're handling this is, is right? No, but I don't need to create more anger and chaos within myself by adding layers of a story to it. So can I take that back? Can I remove that charge for just a moment? Even if you can only do it for a moment to say, is there anything in this that's a little bit, can I dig a little deeper in this for myself and say, is there anything here that might be creating more of a charge for me, might be creating more of a situation for me, might be actually amplifying the energy of the situation. I hope this makes sense. You guys, um, I would love to hear your thoughts. What, what came through for you? What's coming up for you? If there's a situation where you're like, uh, I am so charged around this. I just needed that step back to not judge the situation for a moment doesn't mean it's going to stay that way, right? I still have moments where I'm like, oh, I'm so angry or that those, that swirling, those swirling thoughts come back in. It doesn't mean that those things won't magically disappear, but it might give you an opportunity to release some of that emotion and charge that's not really serving. You. And you guys, before we head out for the day, I just want to remind you that there are just a few weeks left until the next retreat. We're going to be out here in Colorado. We are going to be in the mountains. We're going to be with an incredible, incredible group of women. And if you feel called, I would love for you to be there. I have my girl, Megan Toner coming out. She's going to be doing some shamanic journeys. We have a lot of healing and energy work, but also this beautiful opportunity for you to connect with like-minded sisters. You can get to the retreat for just $13.99 or $13.33. The details are hard. Um, and I'd love to see you there. All right, guys, have a good one.